0: Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide. Coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way.
1: I'm Eric Gunther.
0: And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And let's get the party started. You guys ready to talk about more real estate, news, and pop culture? I was born ready. Yes. Uh, So today is Wednesday. We're recording this, which means that Black Friday and Cyber Monday were a couple days ago. Um, did you guys get anything good? Did you have you even started your holiday shopping? Ugh. Seriously. <laughs>
1: Ugh. I'd like to do away with Cyber Monday entirely. Why do you? But did you? What's the your What's your
0: pro, What's your problem with Cyber Monday? I
1: mean, Cyber is such a <laughs> like a '90s, '80s, '90s <laughs> yeah, term. It's, it's like a 1990.
0: What would you rebrand Cyber Monday as? N- just call as? it
1: Shopping Monday.
2: Okay. But Online Shopping Monday. Whatever. Online shopping.
0: E-commerce Monday.
1: E-commerce Monday. Call it something. That sounds
2: <laughs> even stupider.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. B2B Monday. <laughs>
2: Buy a bunch of crap for cheap Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Buy stuff and have it delivered to your
1: door. <laughs> Buy stuff you don't need. Um it's a it's a big deal to go shopping. I um, really? I was I was curious Natalie, Rachel, have you started your shopping yet?
2: No. I am fundamentally opposed to the whole obligatory gift giving season.
1: You you just are opposed to buying gifts at this time of year?
2: I just don't like the I don't like the pressure. I don't like the rush. I don't like the countdown to Christmas. I don't like the fact that as soon as the clock turns midnight on November first or even before that it's like, guys, gotta get your shopping done, gotta get your shopping done. I mean it's the commercialization of Christmas. Okay. I obviously don't mm-hmm. have a problem with the holidays, but I right. don't like feeling obliged to
1: but you do buy do gifts you, uh
2: yeah for my family Sure, but, but I don't go gangbusters
0: with it I pick out things that I think that they would like I don't buy stuff just to buy stuff
1: okay what about you Natalie
0: I yeah I mean I'm I'm I, I haven't started my Christmas shopping Uh, well I have, but I haven't bought anything yet. So I'm kind of like in that in between process. I didn't buy anything for Christmas gifts on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Uh, however, I don't have that many gifts to buy hashtag small family, um, for my side and my husband's side. So yeah, I guess I mean, Rachel, I was wondering, do you come from a big family? Is that why gifting sucks? Because it's like you have <laughs> to get something for everyone no. and usually, like... No, not even. Feels- I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I have a lot of cousins, but,
2: you know, growing up, the gift-giving just was um, centered on the four of us in my family. Okay. My, you know, me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. Um, I think I probably picked it up from my mom, who... Was got very bah humbug, I think, about it Hmm. early in her (laughs) life. And so now I just don't like doing it.
0: It Hmm. is kind of stressful to be like this person. Like, I remember wrapping gifts with my mom, like getting ready for Christmas at my aunt's house or my grandparents' house or whatever. And like, okay, like we covered this person, we covered this person, we covered this person. And it's like... Nine times – not nine times, but, like, a lot of the time you're kind of just, like, giving them a gift for giving gifts' sake. Yeah, that's how I feel. As opposed to, like, either getting them something that you know they'll really like or maybe you don't have as close of a relationship with them so you can't really get them something that they'll like because you don't know what they'll really like. Right. Yeah, I think – luckily, I I think for my family and friends, gift giving really – there aren't any hard and fast rules it's like some years we get each other gifts sometimes we don't so there isn't a whole bunch of pressure on it but i don't know
2: we saw somebody yesterday complaining about gift cards because they were saying well if you're already in the store and you're too lazy to <laughs> figure out what it is i would like from that store then you
0: shouldn't be sending me a gift card but
1: hmm. i'm I, on board with okay. gift cards
0: i me too I'd gladly take i them. have i have zero problems with gift cards yeah i do not understand people's Problems with gift cards. People take offense to gift cards. I know. How do you
2: feel about like the Visa gift cards, like the Mm. the ones that are just kind of basically a blank check, not to any particular store?
0: Fantastic! I can go to (laughs) any store
2: that I want. The only bad thing about getting a gift card is when you get one to some store that you will never in your life go to.
1: Yeah, and then you're just stuck
2: with money that you can't use, or I guess you can re-gift it.
1: Yeah, I have about two hundred dollars in Hollister gift cards. If you guys want them.
0: You don't shop at Hollister, Eric. I, you know, you really I totally
2: seem like the see that.
0: <laughs> that beachy Abercrombie. Oh yeah, I have some Gap gift cards. Um, I have a Pf Chang's one that I haven't used. It's it is it is all about putting your heart into it. But I I think you also want the person to be happy too. You asked where kind of my dislike of this comes from, and again, I, I
2: want to be clear: I don't dislike giving or receiving gifts, but. Okay. Um, One of the things that my mom would always say growing up is that she was frustrated that it all just drilled down to this day. And she's like, I like giving you things year-round. And I don't want, Mm -hmm. if I find something for you in May that I really like, I'm not going to hide it away just to surprise you with it on December 25th. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I totally agree with that.
1: So she, yeah, I, I I get where she's coming from it's just so much build up towards one single day on the calendar where where we should be spreading joy and love throughout the year
2: yeah then again i do like having things to open under
1: the tree so Mm
2: -hmm. i kind of want it both ways and i'm a total hypocrite (laughs) i also like that too yeah (laughs) (laughs) so get me presents but i won't be getting you any i guess is what i'm trying to
0: So yeah, let's talk about Melania Trump and the White House Christmas decorations. Uh, did you guys see them? Yeah. Uh, you can't not see them. I can't <laughs> unsee it. If you go on Twitter or the internet um, the day that they come out and the week the the week after, it's people like to make fun of the White House Christmas decorations, or at least they did last year, and they did as well this year, um, and. People like to pick it apart, but let's, let's go over some of the decor choices that they made. So the white house put out a statement, (laughs) the what The choices, the choices they made. So the white house put out a statement uh, on November 26th on Monday and it revealed, uh, it said first lady Melania Trump unveils Christmas at the white house. And it was accompanied with a short video of her walking through the halls of the white house and highlighting such things as Christmas trees decked with um, gold stars, patriotic ribbons. Um, one of the most jarring images that we got from the video was Melania walking among a row of blood red, as many called it, trees. Uh, what did you guys think? <laughs> what what images did these trees conjure in your minds when <laughs> I liked first the saw ver- these? Yeah, I liked the various memes that, you know, sprouted out of it, like
2: the Handmaid's Tale, somebody put the little white hats on top. The bonnets. The bonnets. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty good.
1: Um, Yeah, as somebody who has a silver Christmas tree, I appreciate uh, colorful Christmas trees, you know, but this many red trees in one place is very (laughs) disconcerting.
0: Somebody else put googly eyes on them. No, I didn't see that. We'll tweet that out on our uh, on Yeah, our and I think they were. Com- it was compared to, like, The Shining. The Shining, for you know, sure. the hallway yeah. and I The Shining. I saw that
1: with the blood rushing right. towards them.
0: So the trees um, appeared in the Grand Foyer and Cross Hall, um, and I guess they stood for patriotism. Um, but why not, was, why
1: not have, a, you know, if, if patriotism is the blue blue aim, yeah, why tree? not have white and blue ones interspersed? That would
0: be pretty, I guess, actually. I would like that they wanted to highlight the red of the stripes found in the presidential seal designed by our founding fathers and it, so the trees themselves aren't actually red i guess it's There've 1400 been... red ornaments hanging from the trees whoa no, really
1: that's not yeah is that... that's
0: what the that's i'm i'm looking at the briefing right now and it says the... more than 1400 red ornaments hanging from 29 trees so oh, and i can kind ornament. of see it almost looks like little cranberries died. or those something those trees have
1: been flocked
0: Uh, You think they're flocked,
1: or whatever? I mean, it's not. That cannot be ornaments.
0: That's. I mean, take it up with.
1: I'm going to take it up with Melania. White House,
0: yeah. I don't want anything to do with this decoration. (laughs) Maybe she was like, I want red trees,
1: but right because last year there uh, were
0: there were white trees. hmm. But again,
1: she, she has a design to her taste. She's not. I mean, she's not in there doing it. She tells somebody within the staff a vision maybe that she's had. She maybe is she putting a together board, a, a little think? board. Yeah. Do
0: you, think, do you think she has a Pinterest?
1: <laughs> maybe she has a Pinterest account. account. She <laughs> saw these red trees on Chip and we have
0: to find her Pinterest. <laughs> also, so perhaps something a bit more Pinteresty that she, uh, that was also included in the decor. Mm. Uh, did you guys see the wreath that was made of pencils? No.
1: There's,
0: there's a wreath made of pencils, and the pencils say, be best. Oh. I'm it, looking at which the photo is, now. That's her, that's that's her, her anti, th-
1: anti-bullying campaign. Yeah.
0: Yes. So someone decided that it was a good idea to make a wreath of pencils, mm-hmm. and they also said, branding opportunity. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Are, the, are, the, are those
1: pencils now for sale, too?
0: Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> I'm going to get you one for <laughs> I was just going to
1: get you one, darn it.
0: <laughs> See? Um, <laughs> the, the wreath is in the red room, and the red room also has a Christmas tree that has ornaments. Red say room, e- red room. Yeah, that's kind of what I... Thought it's just a big <laughs> theme, but there's also ornaments on the tree that say "Be Best Too." So those will probably oh, yeah. be sale for the be those will probably be for sale at the gift shop as well.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and I hope any proceeds would go to a, a you know anti-bullying organization like a reputable one. I expect
0: they will. What we, so is, do we? Yeah, like is, is, do is we like it?
1: Do we Is there a bottom line? Can we take? Can we take something from these uh, White House decorations and translate it into our own homes?
0: I mean, it wasn't all... The decorations weren't all just things to snark on. There there, there were beautiful trees that lined the house. Um, I don't mind
2: a red tree. I kind of find it well, striking, but it's just so many of exactly. them. It is, it is That's what right. I, jarring was and kind of frightening.
1: In the beginning, I think one red tree is great. Little, that gives it gives a pop of color. But I think a forest of 50 red trees <laughs> all lined up kind of creeps everybody out.
0: Speaking of things that are just striking in the home, this week on the site, we featured a house that had a sailboat inside of it. The headline was quite grabby. Eric, you edited this piece. Um, Tell us about the house with the sailboat in it.
1: Yeah, so I'm glad you thought the headline was grabby. That was my creation. Uh, we you're, had- <laughs> you're so welcome. Yeah, this uh, house, it's in Canada. And while we don't normally cover houses in Canada because we are Realtor.com and we have listings nationwide, uh, coast to coast, and all territories, but not Canada necessarily yet. I thought we did. No, no Canadian listings. This home was so freaking striking. I I wanted to know more about the logistics. How do you get a sailboat inside the house? And how did this guy... So this guy was like a real sailing aficionado, a member of the Cruising Club of America, and he wanted to create a place there in Canada, which was kind of his legacy. And if you see these pictures of this sailboat uh, floating above a living room... You will uh, agree that he created something that is everlasting. It's 41 feet, and it hovers above kind of the living and dining area, and it's just the hull of a sailboat. And what they did was they brought it in. They had to rip out a wall just to get it in the house. Wow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they had to have a wooden dolly custom built just to lift the boat up into the house and then they had to have a crane, a small crane, lift it up onto the ceiling. And as you can imagine, they needed all sorts of brackets and wood beams just to yeah. hold it in place. Once they got it in place on the ceiling, it's affixed to the, to the ceiling above through some, you know, some serious trusses and.
0: Do you know how many days it took to complete this project and how expensive it was? Because that sounds quite expensive. Yeah, it
1: was about a hundred million dollars.
0: Really? You're no. you're lying. I am. Are you? Oh,
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> you're such a jerk. I mean, yeah, it does look very. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's no, bonkers. it's uh,
1: it, it, so I don't know. No, we don't know exactly how much it cost, and um, we don't know how long it took. Uh, it wasn't, it's not one of those, uh, weekend projects that that you think you can (laughs) just just DIY, DIY, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, this removed, you know, this required removing of walls. Um, this required, like I say, heavy beams being added and additional support being added to the, uh, the ceiling above so that the boat could be mounted. But what they've ended up with is quite a striking result. I mean, the, the, the boat looks like it's floating above the, Dining and living area. It's. I mean, so
2: kind of like you're underwater, underneath it. Yeah.
1: It's. I mean, it's. It's the house itself is perched on kind of a waterfront area. It's beautiful. I mean, aside from the boat, which is a, a feat of engineering and a marvel in and of itself. Aside from that, the house is like it's got this green tin roof and it sits on this kind of like promontory above uh, a bay in Canada and it's it's got gorgeous views. Big, beautiful house. But this boat, is, is it's bananas. I, would I, you not
2: be constantly terrified of the structural the, issues so here? So that
1: was my question. My que- question,
0: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: we didn't really address that question in the article because I'm sure <laughs> the uh, agent didn't want to necessarily speak to that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure not. But mm-hmm. I was thinking as I'm looking through these pictures, would I really want to be sitting under this, uh, dining, you know, uh, having my burrito? Awesome. Um, or my nachos. It just feels a little claustrophobic. Your poutine. My poutine. Canada. Can- Canada, yes, thank you, Natalie. Like,
2: I mean, yes, it's striking, but they had these beautiful high vaulted ceilings, and then they just stuck a big boat right. on it. So it, does, it would make me feel a little bit claustrophobic to eat underneath that uh, thing. But I mean, it's a 9,000
1: it. or what was it, 90, or 7,500 square foot house. I mean... It, I don't think you're going to feel claustrophobic in this house. If this, if you don't want to be under the boat, you would just go to a different part of the house. But, <laughs> but that's the main living area. It's it's in the living area. I know, but I mean, it, you could yeah. reconfigure. But in any in, in any event, I, I don't know that I would want to be sitting right underneath the boat all the time.
2: I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. But it's know. cool. Canada, this part of British Columbia. I don't know what the seismic activity is like up there, but <laughs> uh, I don't think it's as bad as it is here in California.
0: So this house is for sale.
1: Yes, indeed. It is for sale. It's two point three or two point two five million Canadian dollars, which and equivalent is about I think about fifty thousand US.
2: And they're just gonna take they're gonna sell the boat what? with it. What did you just say? He's making up stuff. Okay. I was like that uh, does not show I've learned head. to just tune him out. <laughs>
0: So is that going to be difficult to sell then, with a boat floating? And why well, go to all that trouble? Boat? And then
1: uh, I don't know if it's going to be difficult to sell. I mean, it's going to it's going to be somebody who's a boating enthusiast. I don't think it's going to be just. It you, narrows, yeah. But it and, narrows and, and, your pool. It narrows your pool, but <laughs> I mean, even though I am not a boating enthusiast, I would say like, holy moly!
2: I wonder what it costs to remove it
1: why would you even you know, you well,
2: would why just, are they not taking it with them if they're so enthusiastic no, I, think, I think I mean yeah boats aren't cheap
1: <laughs> I think Mr. O'Brien the man who built the questions. house has passed on oh. I, I don't oh I don't know I, I don't I don't know for sure um, but I think that might be the case uh, okay. you know uh, the listing agent told us he wanted people to remember him for something
0: well
1: and uh, that, that indicates to me that he might not be with us any longer
0: well, Mr. O'Brien, sailing. we're wowed by your house, and yeah, we hope that you can rope in a buyer.
1: We hope a buyer drops anchor, as we All said. Right. In the you piece. can uh, hook a buyer. Hook a buyer. Hook a buyer. A buyer will row right in. Let's let's stop. People I'm hate people hate us. Stealing
0: <laughs> away. Yes.
1: So, Rachel, I know you're a germaphobe.
2: Oh, is that what you would <laughs> call me? That's what I would call you.
1: I am a germaphobe.
2: Yesterday, you made me take a Lysol cleaning right. wipe to my mouse, my laptop trackpad, before you would touch it. That's true. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's funny.
1: Yeah, I don't really like touching other people's computers. Uh, in that vein <laughs> of germaphobic <laughs> folks... Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff going on with the holidays. People are coming in and out of your house. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it is flu season. Right. Mm -hmm. And And we can't eat romaine lettuce. And we can't eat romaine lettuce. The
2: world is out to get us right now, basically. They
0: subbed. I had iceberg lettuce today subbed in for romaine Mm -hmm. in the salad I had. And it was was crisp.
2: Iceberg's really having another
0: heyday. Yeah. Iceberg is, yeah. Iceberg's having a moment. 2018 is a good year for iceberg lettuce.
1: I had butter lettuce the other night, and oh. it was quite good.
0: Butter mm. lettuce is yeah. delicious. And it's quite Ooh, good. Let's make arugula. a podcast about lettuces. Let- <laughs> Let's do it. Lettuce
1: and water,
2: <laughs> crunchy water. Anyway, <laughs> yogurt um, water. Yeah, there's a lot of scary stuff outside. What are you getting at, though?
1: Yeah, so if you are a germaphobe, you want things extra clean.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you clean for you know for a germaphobe? Are there tips? that we can use. And to make it yeah.
0: easy cuz you can't like spend every waking day lysoling everything.
2: If you're a germaphobe or a self-proclaimed germaphobe or you think you might be inching that way, we wanted to take a look at um the things that you can do to kind of do the bare minimum of keeping your house clean and keeping the germs out. So uh, we did a story and talked to some cleaning coaches, which I did not know that that exists, but I could probably use it in my life. Um, We talked to some cleaning experts, coaches, and um, the pros in general to to give us the the top spots that you should focus on in your home and how to tackle it. Uh, What do you guys think is the number one spot that you should focus on first?
0: I'm going to say... Okay, so people always are like, the, the toilet, but it's but then the keyboard is more <laughs> gross than the toilet. So I'm going to say, oh, no, I'm going to say like the entryway where all the shoes come in. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, we've
1: been talking a lot about shoes lately, but yeah. no. I, that is on the list. On the list. Um,
2: we talked in a previous pod about taking your shoes off, and mm-hmm. that is one of the things that the clean, cleaning expert said was, uh, you know, if you're icked out, take them off, because you're definitely just tracking gross stuff in. But no, the first thing you should do and tackle is your dishes and the sink. So if you're one really? of those people who has who kind of leaves the dishes piled up for a couple of days, that's just a major breeding ground for germs. So either wash them by hand or at least get them out of the sink and put them in the dishwasher. Um, and then after that, take it one step further, clean your sink. Um, I think a lot of people probably assume that it's kind of like a self-washing thing. Like, oh, I, you know... I did the dishes inside of it. It has so yes. so. It's probably clean, but no. Yeah, it traps a lot of bacteria and gross stuff. So you guys should.
1: Right, and, and and I mean, in the article, it talks a little bit about what Natalie touched on. Is that you know we hear so much about the, and we got a quote from a cleaning coach saying it's not your toilet seat mm-hmm. as is the most germy, germy place in the house. It's your faucets and drains. So you really have to focus on those areas. Like, yeah, yeah, like those
2: things that you touch, yeah. like the sink faucet
1: mm-hmm.
2: in your bathroom, probably mm-hmm. is more disgusting than your toilet.
0: Hmm. Oh my gosh. It always
2: kind of creeps me out. Yeah, well, you yeah, are. Yeah, this is creeping me but out. But I am a, a germaphobe.
0: Consi- Again, I'm considering that explicit content warning.
1: <laughs> are you. Are you see hedge- if I can
2: are- achieve that one of these weeks. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh,
1: it shouldn't be that hard. Uh, Natalie, do you hedge towards being a germaphobe, or are you more just like devil may care?
0: I think I'm, I'm honestly, I'm in the middle. Um, I definitely like things clean clean and I think about things being dirty, but like right now I have some dishes in the sink. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally guilty of that, but (laughs) I'm, I'm not, I also just don't really like Chores? <laughs> well,
1: who does? Yeah, it's the conflict I wish I between... did. I
0: wish I was one of those people. I really do. Because there are, I know, I have had friends, and I know my parents have had friends that are just like...
1: They like cleaning. You know, the Monica Geller.
0: You... Yes, um, yes, like the Monica Geller, and I'm just not. Yeah. And, you know, the I... best I can do is just put on a podcast and distract myself from how much <laughs> I hate it. All
1: right. I don't know who Monica Geller is, but friends. she's... Friends! Come oh, on, man. I don't know. I never watched.
0: That's bad. Eric. Yeah, get with the program, dude. Uh, you do know who Monica Geller no, is? No, I've, ne-
1: I've never watched an episode of Friends in my life. Oh, oh my gosh, are
0: you serious right now?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm totally serious.
0: If you would like to call in purely to email Eric and yell at him, <laughs> his uh, email he, is really <laughs> <think>. <laughs> Eric Gunther at move dot com. I don't
1: feel like I've missed a thing. <laughs>
0: or you can He just also email has
1: us never that- seen an episode of Game of Thrones, but <laughs> I have not seen an episode of Game of Thrones either. So anyway, you got to wash your hands. That's what it boils down to, right? Yeah.
2: You got to wash your hands. You got to keep your stuff clean. I don't, you know, I think a lot of people think like, well, it's my filth, so it's okay. But um, filth is filth. Germs are germs. Um, Wash your hands. Wash your your dishes. Wash your sink. um, Wash your stuff. um, Expand your laundry list beyond, you know, sheets and towels. Do the the plush toys, stuffed animals that Mm -hmm. your kids are touching and putting in their mouth all day long. Um, the blanket that is just perpetually on your couch is probably covered mm-hmm. in germs. So,
1: yeah,
2: um, well, lots of good tips well, here. Lot of good stuff. If you guys are interested in finding out the rest of them, go to realtor.com/news and find our story there.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. That was so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep well tonight. All right, well, moving on to one of our favorite segments of the week. It is winners and losers. And, Eric, tell us who our winner is this week.
1: Uh, Natalie, this week's winners are Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. You know them well.
0: I don't know them well, but
1: (laughs) I've never heard of them well. (laughs) Okay, so tell us more about why they are the winners.
0: So Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are the winners this week because – they have officially chosen their new home. I don't know if they bought it. I don't know if that's how the royals do it. I don't <laughs> think do they have, like, an agent, like a, like, a listing description. Put down a
1: mortgage,
0: yeah. Put down a down payment, got a mortgage. Yeah, no. Do you think hawk they have the, earnest money?
1: <laughs> yeah, hawk the tiara. I don't think they ever touch money. I don't think they have to what touch What
0: about it. home yeah. inspections?
1: Mm, mm, um,
0: no. Prob- I mean, They probably I've have there, to do some sort of
1: They have staff to take care of. Yeah, I'm sure the it.
0: staff like, inspects it to make sure it's, it's safe and livable, which yeah. this place that they have chosen probably probably needed to be inspected because yeah. it's called Frogmore Cottage and it used to be a servant's quarters. It's supposedly uh, uh, a nice place place a sizable place but it needs a lot of TLC and it is about 30 miles west of Kensington Palace I believe so they are getting out from under Grand Mummy's thumb
1: right so um, Grand Mummy lives clean, with them majestic. currently
0: yeah they're okay. all under one okay. roof I, I think in Kensington I, I'm Palace granted I, I gather there okay there's some space right all right oh yeah it's i mean there's a lot of buildings that make up kensington palace it's not just like room one is, is the, the four bedroom yeah <laughs> palace with the family room yeah they're
1: like no <laughs> they have like
0: whole wings
1: hanging on the wall they
0: have a, keep the, it down, a den yeah. in the finished basement <laughs> right it's very yeah it's it's very spacious but this place is actually miles away from kensington palace i mean so so like i said it's a it's from the one picture that we have it's a fixer upper however um it's a project that megan can really sink her teeth into i know that she is she does have an interest in interior design because she had that um that lifestyle website the tig do you guys remember that
1: yeah that was mm-hmm. that was where you know she had all her instagram inspo it was like a dream board kind of thing right like, <laughs>
0: it was like melania's like like pinterest yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah it so she she's definitely has an interest in interior design and home decor, and um, so she'll get to really put her touch on this place, which is probably one of the reasons why they chose it.
2: Yeah. Also, I read this morning in People that Harry is very eager to get out because he feels, quote-unquote, very imprisoned Whoa. at Kensington Palace. Imprisoned?
0: Quote-unquote, imprisoned. in Yeah, Inprisoned quote, he can't wait to get out. Oh, my God. That's from People Magazine. The thing about this
2: is, like, they're going to have to combine um, her decor aesthetic with all the security measures. Because I know with the story we wrote that likely additions will include bulletproof and blast-resistant windows, security fencing, chemical and biological weapon detection devices, and then, of course, alarms and video cameras. So they got to beef this place up.
0: Just throw some, like, tassels on it and, like, (laughs) throw some shiplap around the...
1: Put a sailboat on the roof. Some fresh flowers.
0: We're good to go. Which Megan loves. We, we, in in one of our previous podcasts, we did talk about Megan's decor tastes and shiplap, fresh flowers. It's all Mm -hmm. her cup of tea, so
2: she and Joanna Gaines
0: maybe she will be the next Joanna Gaines maybe Joanna Gaines will design it for her oh my yeah, gosh go. maybe that's what the Gaineses are It'll gonna be feature a dynamic duo network.
1: the ultimate crossover
0: <laughs> oh man a royal cross a royal a royal fixer-upper <laughs> sounds like a Hallmark movie <laughs> <Yes>. it does <laughs> one of the many 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 that have already aired <laughs> this yes. season and Eric who is our loser of the week
1: Natalie, I want you to cue the sad trombone for Eva Longoria
0: desperate housewife mm.
1: yes, and she 's desperate to find a buyer her Uh-oh. home, her, her, her home, uh, her home uh, she put it up she bought this place from Tom Cruise uh, for eleven point four million in two thousand and fifteen so three years well then two years after that, in two thousand and seventeen, she put it back up on the market for fourteen million dollars. And mm. just last week, she cut the price on the place down to nine point eight. So she's had a bit wow. of a problem finding a buyer for this place. Uh, it's a two house compound up in the hills above, uh, you know, Hollywood Hills. You know, uh, gorgeous wow. with
0: yeah. the sign and uh, yeah,
1: you know, I mean, yeah, so it's pretty. Ahead. It's pretty. Just like her. Yeah, it's there's perfect. a
0: bridge. There's like a like a wooden and like a drawbridge bridge. kind right. of thing. Yeah. Like it's a, a, a
1: moat. It's a one-of-a-kind celebrity compound designed for the paparazzi averse. Uh, when Cruz was selling the house, uh, we noted that it was set back on its own private knoll and it has a private driveway. It's uh, for lovers of extreme privacy, so it's, mm-hmm. it's it's designed for an A-lister that wants to keep it on the down low.
0: Um, did Tom Cruise? I don't like. I don't even care about Eva Longoria. Did Tom Cruise <laughs> live here with Katie Holmes?
1: Uh, I don't believe so.
0: Did he live here okay. with Nicole Kidman?
1: No, I don't. Did think he heard. live here I with? Think this is like after Katie. You know, this is this was kind of his, his in between period. Yeah. Does
0: he was... does he get audited this... here?
1: Oh my. Was this his bachelor pad? Did Leah Remini ever visit him there? I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is this where Shelly Miscavige is hiding? <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. Dear Church Scientology, please do not turn off the mic. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, so the, the, Eva Longoria is having a bit of a problem. She just cut the price down to $9.8 million. Hopefully, Natalie, she can find a buyer for this joint. I, I would so. also like
2: to point out that she's a loser because what? her <laughs> kitchen is straight up farmhouse, even with the word uh, art in it. Oh, she's but, got word art in the house, huh? Yes. Me, oh my gosh. What does let it say? If you want breakfast in bed. Sleep in the kitchen. Hey, now. no. no. <laughs> I actually like the kitchen. I just don't like the word art. Yeah, we're we're gonna.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, the kitchen. Oh, I like
2: the kitchen. That's what I'm saying. I.
1: And the guest house is cute too. I see. I think you might. Where's be able... the
2: word art? I don't have you a problem be... with the. With I think the you kitchen. might be. Able...
1: The word art might be in the guest kitchen. Like, oh. a, like I said, this is a compound. So you're you're looking at house two. I think that, that they this threw
0: is th- the word art. Okay, got it. They so easy to get that
1: amour and everything. This, the one with the wood floor. This is okay. This. Oh. So she
0: reserves
2: the terrible word art for her guests.
1: Yes, got it. Yeah,
0: the the okay. The guest. The main house is the decor. Kind of reminds me of like a spa. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm down with that. Sedate. Yeah, but then the amour with the gallery
1: wall is a lot. Yeah, I, and lot. There, there is something at the top of the staircase <laughs> that's, that's very, very disturbing.
0: I don't like it. It's don't
1: like sorts. one It's photo nine on the yeah. listing.
0: Yeah, if you if you want to see what we're seeing, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, unfortunately, this is an audio uh, <laughs> form of media. So you can't, right now, can't see what we're seeing. But if you want to, we're going to tweet this out. So... Well, we'll let you see but photo 9. Oh my goodness, look at that. That's yeah, <laughs> that's that's a piece of art. Good. What would you call it? She's uh, probably taking that with her, right?
1: Uh that that probably will not convey to the sale.
0: I mean, I think I know what it's supposed to be, but I also know what it it looks like. It's like interpretive dance,
2: right? It's interpretive something. Reaching for the stars,
1: maybe a yoga pose. Yeah,
0: it's some
2: sort of yoga
1: pose.
0: All right, well, you guys, I think it's time for us to wrap it up with that.
1: (laughs) Thank you Yeah, this was fun.
0: This was super fun. And listeners, if you want to check out any of these stories that we talked about, go to realtor.com slash news. You can find those stories and so much more about advice um, on buying and renting on decorating we'll have some great Christmas stories up there too so be sure to stay tuned for those and be sure to follow us on Twitter we're at House Party Pod. Uh, you can reach us now at podcasts at realtor.com so if you have any questions any comments if you want to write in about your strange real estate experiences like the, the inbox is open. It's yeah, wide know. open. It's wide open. Let us know. <laughs> we want to hear it all, and we might even discuss it on the podcast. So, um, anything else, you guys?
1: Nope, that's it, Natalie. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> this has been great, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.